throughout our life, we make all kinds of connections. From our neighbors to our co-workers, from family members to people we interact with in business every day. What about the connections we make to ourselves? Today, we'll explore the connections that we make and how they define our lives. This is Things Worth Considering with host Gord Riddell. It's time to listen and learn. Hi, and welcome to this episode of Things Worth Considering. I'm your host, Gord Riddell, and uh, I am here with my guest, Amanda Williams. Welcome. Thank you, thank you. Now, I have to take some bragging rights here, okay? This is my 50th episode. Oh, my gosh. Yes, it's been a year that I have been with Voice America doing things worth considering. So, uh, if by chance you happen to miss the previous 49 shows, please go to voiceamerica.com, to the Empowerment Channel, and uh, search for Things Worth Considering, or my name, Gord Riddell, and you will find on my host page every title and the date of every uh, broadcast that I have done. Wow. As of this evening, it will be including yours. Oh, my gosh. Yes, it will be up immediately. Uh, No, I'm sorry. (laughs) I take that back. I take that back. It will be as as soon as it broadcasts. Okay. Well, on Thursday, uh, as soon as as we're finished. So I I got that all confused. But anyways, (laughs) uh, here we are. So welcome. Thank you. I feel so honored and privileged. I didn't realize it was your 50th. Like it that is. is my 50th. Did you bring, wow. what, what is it? I know I didn't bring balloons. I didn't bring, next time, next time. <laughs> well, bring a bottle of champagne. Gold or something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so let me tell you about Amanda. She grew up in uh, the beautiful Nova Scotia, Canada, mm-hmm. and she graduated from Acadia University with a Bachelor of Science in uh, Biology, Chemistry, and in English. Um, she then made her way up here to Toronto to Ontario, and there she attended Ryerson University, and she obtained a second degree <laughs> in public health. You're a, you're I know. I couldn't stop learning. Exactly. Listen, that's fantastic. <laughs> that's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, so Amanda then uh, set out initially in public health. Uh, she was uh, an advocate for the public, but then she uh, began to work with vulnerable populations that were in long, uh, long-term long care facilities. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're dealing with elderly, yeah. with uh, HIV, AIDS, yeah. uh, homeless. Dementia. Yeah, all yeah, of that. Yeah, yeah, tough crowds. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and yes, then you began to burn out. Yes, it yeah. was It was very demanding and it was hard to watch like what was happening in the system. And, um, you know, we're there to help and advocate for sure, but it The system is, gets in the way. Yeah, it really does. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's been that's a, I consistently have heard this uh, throughout the years. You know, great system. Yes, everyone's covered in one way, shape, or form. That's right. However, it can uh, rules are rules. Sometimes. That's right, and that's what that's what kind of kills you, especially if you're an advocate. That's right. That's you know, right. Getting people placed properly. I think what's really cool is is that you were able to navigate burnout. You you began to understand what that was. Yes. Without becoming completely burned out. Well, I was pretty close. I mean, I, my body reacted. I was really sick for a while, and it was the signs of every time I went to work, then it was like this reaction, this physical reaction I started to have and realize, okay, this isn't right, and I can't sustain this, and there has to be more to life than showing up to yeah, work sick. Let's take stressed. care of all you guys, but <laughs> yeah. I'd like to be on the planet a while longer. That's right. So, you know, I mean, it was basically, you know, you search for your own your own health, mm-hmm. your own journey that uh, led you into the area of holistic health care. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, it was a big, um, it was almost like a coming home, though, believe it or not, then more of a transition. You know, when I was young, uh, grew up in a kind of a spiritual, um, supportive home, and then, you know, life, you start to go into different you know, other environments, yeah. other surroundings. And then I just realized, wow, like I was always connected and always at, grounded at some point in my life and I lost it. <laughs> right, right. Well, that's, that's, that's normal for, you know, I mean, we all have to go off on our own. Yes. We all have to do our rebel thing. That's right. And then have to come back and say, mom, you were right. <laughs> 
<laughs> begrudgingly. Begrudgingly, we have to say, grandma, nanny, yeah, whoever. That's right. You were right. That's right. Yeah. So you went to Transformational Arts mm-hmm. College. You became a certified natural health practitioner, mm-hmm. certified reflexology health mm-hmm. practitioner, and you teach now the Reiki master up to all three levels. That's right. Yes. Wow. Yeah. So Amanda maintains a private practice uh, in Toronto, and I got to ask you this, and in Nova Scotia? That's right. So my How do you parents, maintain a practice there? <laughs> so my parents are still there in Nova Scotia, and uh, well, my mother now, unfortunately, okay. my dad passed, okay, but uh, while he was well, um, or declining, I should say, I started going home every three months, and oh, wow. through that, I started seeing people while I was there and created okay. yeah, an established So Nova Scotia is still home? Yes, it is. Okay. Yeah. Well, I just heard you say I started going home. <laughs> it's oh, It will always be home. I feel, I feel like I have two homes. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely. Yeah, I understand. Yeah. I understand. yeah. Um, so uh, here you are. You mm-hmm. are running private practices. You are teaching at Transformational Arts. Yes. Uh, reflexology. Um, and uh, Reiki. That's right. You've got some courses coming up, don't you? I do. I have one coming up February 15th, 16th for the Reiki Level 1. And wow. then okay. Reflexology is starting at the end of February, February 29th. March Those 1st. are both great courses. Yeah, yeah. I love them. Yeah. I mean, you also school. get really good, good yeah. uh, reviews. No, oh, thank you. <laughs> I appreciate that. You I do. love it. I you love do. doing it. I love the, the school. I mean, I receive so much healing and transitioned me so yeah oh, thanks yeah thank you that's nice to hear yeah. uh that's what it's all about here mm-hmm. um so uh, i'm going to welcome you then to my radio show called things worth considering thank you yeah Happy and you're going to give us some stuff to consider yes okay so let's start in a place here okay there's a whole bunch of words that get floated around with holistic including holistic complementary alternative mm-hmm. natural mm-hmm. people seem to use them interchangeably absolutely but they're not interchangeable some of them some of them are not although people have kind of gotten laxed and used them interchangeably <laughs> yeah like let's you know my my concern here then would be the word uh, complementary versus alternative yes okay you know so complementary often you know it supports something right it's working in tangent with something versus exactly. alternative by definition is other than either, so doing, either or yeah doing something opposite yeah um, or trying something different I I believe though alternative you can incorporate so you're right but I believe you can incorporate alternative um, practices within the within. system yeah, yeah. so it, that, that's why you know it's just a, 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 it's semantical in some ways semantics but yeah. if people <laughs> don't know the language and they want to go and explore holistic healthcare yeah. um, hearing someone say well I only do alternative versus I do complementary. That's right. You know, I think complementary. There's there's room for allopathic medicine. That's right. You know. Oh, I mean, absolutely. I mean, when I break my arm, I love you, but I don't want to come and see you. <laughs> I do need a ER. reset. That's right. <laughs> you could do Reiki while I'm on my way to the ER with a bone hanging out. Right. No. Um, uh, and then I would come and see you yeah. to augment that That's to right. add that complement right. to say getting it set. Yeah. I will clarify just one thing when you said like a broken bone so it's one of the things that I teach that there's three times that you do not do Reiki and one of them is with a broken bone <laughs> until it's set so, exactly yeah. exactly yeah yeah. You, yeah my my energy work training is is you also don't do it with someone who's highly nauseous that's right that's right <laughs> that's a really really not a good place to go no. folks um, <laughs> you want to be pulling energy away from them actually that's right uh, works works quite well um, you know so uh I, so where where we're, we're we're coming from here then is we're talking about complementary yeah. natural approaches That's right. to 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 healing. Um, you know, I think that um, you know. Defining holistic medicine is probably important as well, you know, because there's a lot of of uh, medical doctors, nurse practitioners mm-hmm. uh, that are incorporating. I love and, it, and in fact, they're identifying that love they it. do absolutely you know, uh, holistic approaches. That's right. Now it pisses a lot of people off because they'd rather take a pill. Yes, the quick fix. The quick fix, yeah. and, and yet all it's doing is it's a, it's simply taking care of a symptom. If that, sometimes it's just suppressing. Well, or suppressing yeah, symptom. Yeah. But that symptom, I'm not feeling it right now, and I'm feeling okay. Yeah, you know? so I can carry on with my broken arm. Exactly. <laughs> like it's nothing. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. You know, we're in Canada, so, you know, you can smoke a joint. That's uh, right. That's true. I don't do that, though. They're smelly. <laughs> um, but anyways, those are all possibilities yeah. that are totally legal here. Yes. Um, so, you know, 
one one of one of the de- there's a number of definitions there I are. think that um, it's based on a, you know unconditional love and support mm-hmm. is a powerful healer mm-hmm. and that that really comes on the part of the practitioner that's right to provide that space to hold space that's right to hold it to yeah. hold space not be that space that's right to hold space that's right yeah because ultimately the whole belief system of holistic health is that the individual is responsible for their own healing and that we all have the ability to heal ourselves, provided the right environment and the right tools. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So, yeah. Yeah. So and a willingness. Thousand percent. <laughs> Not everybody wants to be well. No. And then you know? as a practitioner, you need to accept where people are at and support them wherever they're at. Exactly. Yeah. You know, this there, I mean there's just such an overlap with, with this and and uh, you know with psychotherapy mm-hmm. and and the research that's going on in that whole area of psychotherapy, psychology, psychiatry, and that is, is that probably the greatest definer of success or of a of a, a positive outcome yes. is that relationship yeah. between the practitioner and that client or patient. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's uh, they call it the therapeutic alliance. Okay, okay. And it's it it really it's a, a an understanding of the relationship between both parties and how both parties are interacting in that one person's process. That's right, and it's critical to accept that and to have that awareness as well. If if your client doesn't like you, <laughs> <That's right. laughs> but they keep going because they don't know any other holistic yeah. practitioner in Nova Scotia. Um, <laughs> you know, what are they going to do? Yeah. You yeah. know, I mean, that's really, really then I think incumbent upon the practitioner to recognize mm-hmm. that there's like bad vibes going on here and we need to send you somewhere else. And to find another fit because not one thing fits all. And no. that's ev- in everything in life, but especially no. in your own healing journey or healing process or if you're looking for change in your life or um, a better way of living in your life. Yeah. Well, I want that, and I want to control how that's going to happen. That's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> has to be right? your choice. It has yeah. to be. Yeah. And you should be okay with your choice and live with your choices. And live with your choices. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Well, I'm. I. I always find it fun to help people realize how much they're trying to control the session Ooh, yeah. and their session work. You know, people will come in with a list of things we're going to talk about, and of course, they're the things that they know the answers to. They're the things that they know won't go to sort of the edge of any emotional yeah. or any feeling state you know That's right. um, and then it's like what if you were to put that paper down and just talk to me and, lo- and let what? go of the control <laughs> what happens yeah. it's like that would put you in control that's right well no that would put your, your 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 process in control that's right and then what would change because if you're still controlling the environment then how are you learning anything new and changing what you ultimately want to change right exactly <laughs> exactly yeah that that uh, alliance is really really crucial um, you look at fixing the whole person. It has to be all levels. I mean, we, so, so many of us believe that, oh, if I'm sick with um, shoulder problems or back problems or um, digestive problems that, oh, just take a pill or, okay, I just need to eat better or I need to take some supplements. But potentially it's emotional. That is what you're holding there. So it's all levels. One plays into another. So your mental, emotional, spiritual, and mental. So. And they work together. That's that, absolutely. Yeah. And one feeds into the other. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I mean, yeah. if I take, if I you know take care of my body, uh, you know, uh, with through diet and through all the things that we're supposed to do. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I don't do all the time. Uh, but I mean, spiritually and emotionally, mentally, I feel alive. Yes. But if I if I don't do those things, I can begin to feel, you know, the energy shifts right. or it just makes it, you know, a little bit harder to do things. Absolutely. You know? And your whole life force, your whole kind of vitality kind of starts yeah. to. But if yeah. I take care of my spiritual, then my body and my mind respond. That's right. You know, so it really, if people, we, I don't know how this happened. I think it's the religious element mm. that has gotten in the way of spirituality because mm. that's such a, that to me is is such an enormous part of healing, but mm-hmm. it's such an enormous part of our life, but we are not embracing that. Agreed. Oh, and there's lots of misconceptions of what spirituality is. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's a whole other can of worms. Oh, oh absolutely. <laughs> Call the Vatican. Yeah. Uh, 
<laughs> probably one of the biggest misconceptions. You know, there's religion. Yeah. You know, I, the definitions that I really like to work with is a definition of religion is a group of people that have agreed upon, mm-hmm. you know, what is, you know, higher being, what mm-hmm. is God, how are we supposed to live our lives? Mm-hmm. And they go about creating for the group. Mm-hmm. A, a, uh, a, set, a set of rules. That's right. Man-made. There's That's very right. few women involved in this. It's man-made. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Unfortunately. Yes. Uh, and white man-made. Yeah, absolutely. Again, you know, um, <laughs> through, and, one <laughs> uh, through, through one lens. Through one lens. It's through one lens. All this is being interpreted. That's right. Spirituality is us on our own deciding what is right for ourselves. That's right. You know, and it embraces that. It doesn't require someone else's rules. No, and it's what resonates with you and it doesn't even necessarily mean one specific culture or one specific type no 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 no. you could pull from all kinds of places and and so on Um, yeah the the, um, uh, there is a movement in Madison towards this which I love Mm -hmm. but uh, you know just quickly before we have to take a break here (laughs) um, my my uh, GP who is a a major researcher at the university okay um, and he's been my GP for a long time and I I told him I went to the afterlife conference oh, yes. and about near-death experiences and he just said can you give me information about that he said I'm fascinated by this I want to know more about it I want to study it I love like, that what <gasps> Mr. Science himself there's a turn there's a turn happening yeah yeah I'm just like I'm thrilled yeah on that note I'm so thrilled um, that we have to take a break here okay. uh, we will be back uh, in about two minutes you are listening to Gord Riddell here with Amanda Williams and this is things worth considering we'll be right back where can you listen to some of the world's top life coaches ready to dish out success tips and entrepreneurial guidance the voice america empowerment channel will do just that whether it's personal growth building a better business or inspirational life stories make it a daily habit to tune into our programs From weight loss and personal branding to law of attraction and increased happiness, you'll find it every day at VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. Imagine a place where ancient wisdom and modern research combine to create a non-judgmental, dynamic educational environment. We believe learning is much more than just theories. It is the application of those theories that anchor your learning deep inside yourself. Our physical, emotional, intellectual, and spiritual selves are embraced and nurtured, learning how to create an internal balance. This is Transformational Arts College of Spiritual and Holistic Training. Since 1988, we continue our mission of spiritually focused education for all who seek. We offer integrative personal development and professional training in spiritual psychotherapy, holistic health care, spiritual director, coaching, and esoteric studies. We are located in Lawrence Park in Toronto on Young Street, north of Lawrence Avenue. It's easy to get to and harder to leave. Visit our website at transformationalarts.com or inquire at TAC at transformationalarts.com or call us toll-free at 1-888-TAC-SELF. Transformational Arts, bringing body, mind, and spirit together. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You are listening to Things Worth Considering with Gord Riddell. We'd love to hear from you via email to info at spiritgrows.ca. That's info at spiritgrows.ca. Now, back to Things Worth Considering. Hi, welcome back. Uh, you're listening to Things Worth Considering here on Voice America Talk Radio. Uh, I'm Cord Riddell. I'm here with Amanda Williams, and we're just ranting about all the things in medicine <laughs> <laughs> that we're not real fond of. Yeah. But I do like having my broken arm fixed there. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we do so need them. <laughs> we've, we've actually been talking about uh, the uh, what they call the therapeutic alliance uh, or the relationship. Um 
as being probably the single most powerful um, factor for positive outcomes in any therapeutic modem uh, it's beginning or modalities is beginning to appear but whether it's it's uh, in uh, psychotherapy or whether it's in holistic health mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, I think certainly you know it's like this in allopathic if you like your doctor yes you know it's like it's amazing he could kind of push you and shove you into areas like you don't really want to go yes. you know you're this is getting too high or this is too low and you, you really need to take a look at this yes it's how it's presented yes that's true you know it's it's really how it's presented um you know i think that uh if you know spirituality was included mm. much more often mm. within this field mm. any field any field uh what a change this world would be yes you know it really it really is you know um though there has been a number of studies that have concluded when appropriate the spiritual issues should be addressed in patient care. Yes. When appropriate. You took the words out of my mouth because it has to be when appropriate. You know, yeah. and it's not, and it ha- and the practitioner can't be the person defining what that might be. That's right. It has to be the individual. Yeah. But the practitioner, you know, we talk about um, many people believe around spirituality, the fear around incorporating that into those settings was that all potentially things that can be harmful or counter intuitive or counterinteractive to what potentially the practice, uh, the doctor is prescribing uh, could be harmful to them. Right. So that's why we say within what's appropriate and within reason. But, you know, one of the, because spirituality and some of the aspects of holistic, so I'm going to talk more, a little bit more about holistic, but when holistic is incorporated, um, there's a fear that because it's not scientifically proven and scientifically based, which is the medical model, right. that they they cannot incorporate it. However, and they see it as mm, pseudoscience or they see it as a placebo, a placebo effect or one of those. But yet, uh, you know, I, I went to a, uh, a medical spiritual conference mm. uh, that Harvard did years mm. ago in mm. Denver. And Herbert Ross, who wrote the relaxation response okay. years ago, uh, he he presented a paper on uh, the placebo effect. Okay. And it's like, don't. Do not underestimate the placebo effect. I, if you could see me, I'm like, hallelujah, hallelujah. Because By the way, I'm just a placebo sitting here. Uh, <laughs> because if placebo, if it's still effective and enhances people's health. If they believe it, leave it alone. But exactly. It's a put down, but they're just sugar pills or they're just water. Right. Or they're, it doesn't matter. That's right. Words. It doesn't matter. That's right. You know, uh, but, you know, people like to get on their high horse and put down, mm-hmm. I think, what they really don't know. That's right. You know? And don't understand. Right? And they don't understand. And how they, they're trained, to be fair. Yeah. <laughs> but our, the mind is what it believes. The mind is so powerful. Beyond. Um, so, if, you know, the medical model really is in a, a biopsychosocial, all right? Mm-hmm. Bio for biology, That's psycho right. for psychology, right. social for our connections. Yes. Again, the next thing that's coming out of all of this is our connection to other people is mm-hmm. more powerful than the pill you're taking that's for, right. uh, uh, say, your depression. That's right. You know, now, do not stop taking anything based on what you are hearing on the show. Never. Please, please consult with your doctor. We are not advocating uh, for, for that. Uh, what we're doing is outlining how we train and what we know so far. That's right. So, and how it can support, but never to just Stop not to be anything. an alternative. That's right. Yes. Not <laughs> to right. be an alternative. That's right. Uh, so with the biopsychosocial model, uh, that's used a lot in psych, it's used in, in medical, um, that what if we also then added spiritual to that? Yeah. Uh, it so would transform. biopsychosocial spiritual mm. support system. You would see people's health skyrocket you would see people's quality of life improve dramatically and you would see um, less trauma yes less men- I believe less mental illness less issues out there that this is inundating the system right now oh absolutely yeah absolutely yeah. Um, now in your intro we, we uh, said that you worked with individuals in long-term care, yes. flooding the system. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we're talking marginalized. We're talking senior populations. That's right. Um, you know, um, I'm sure you have things around that. But in North America, mm-hmm. this is what we know. We know that seniors are expected to comprise up to 25% of the population by 2036. Yeah. 
around 24% to 28% by the time we get to 2061. Yeah. Now, I don't think I'm going to be here by then, so I'm not going to be one of those ones. I think I'll probably have taken the jet plane out of here. <laughs> okay. Now, you know, in 2009, so roughly a decade ago, yes. it was only 14%. Yeah. And we're now looking at the jump to 25. Yeah, a lot of baby boomers, a lot of it is a baby retirement, a lot of retirees, yeah. A lot of chronic illnesses. A lot of chronic illness, which is yeah. a lot of my current client base is with dealing with a lot of seniors and working with their chronic illnesses. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Those are the very things that I, I don't think allopathic medicine does well with, per no. se. No, I I don't want to say too strongly that I feel that the system's failing them, but I feel that there is um, a lack of support for seniors. I'll say it more gently that way. <laughs> so there is a lack of support. And yeah. There's and a, lot, a lack of connection. Absolutely. And it's know? given the quick pill or the generic pill for exactly. issues that is not really addressing their issues. And, and the side effects are almost worse often than yeah. what the original condition is. You know, there's, there's um, uh, you know, aging... Aging is inevitable. Yes, it is. You know, we're not, we, you know, nobody's fooling anybody yeah. um, that we're all going to get old and we're all going to die. Yeah, death is inevitable. <laughs> this is, a, this is a, you know, how can, we, how can we embrace death as part of the human experience yeah. when we can't accept aging as part of our experience? That's right. That's right. You know, the one negates the other, as far as I'm concerned. That's right. You know, that's what no, I, I see. agree too. You know, um, and yet, uh, um, there are so many people that they've lost their long-term spouses. Yes. There's a lot of loneliness yes. amongst people. Yes. Let me, you know, a, a little fast story. I love, I'm a storyteller. <laughs> and uh, uh, I went into the bank one night. Okay. And it was a Friday night. It was about 8 o'clock or 7.30 here. And, the, and one of the tellers, he's this big, huge, tall guy, you know, and it made me look like a little dwarf. He's got to be like 6'6". Six, six. <laughs> and uh, he just looked like he was, you know, his head in his hand and just staring at the floor. And I said, it looks pretty quiet in here. Yes. And he said, oh, my God. He said, hardly anybody comes in here anymore. Everyone just uses the Online. Like, like, yeah, online. Yeah. Or uses the ATMs. Yeah. And I said, well, you know, all those little old people are coming here during the day and they, get, they come just to get their their uh, uh, passbook updated or pay their bell phone yes. bill or AT&T bill or yes. whatever. I said, those people are smart. They know how to do it online. They come in to have human contact. Absolutely. I said, you are providing an enormous service yes. by just being friendly, being kind, oh. helping them out. Yes. And they walk away and they want to live today. That's right. Because someone was nice to them. One of the things I loved when I worked And he was in- thrilled. Yeah. He said, I never saw it that way. Oh. He said, I just saw myself sort of whittling the time away. And I said, no, you're like a social worker. Because they are dismissed and they're almost like seen as invisible entities. Yeah, like you're like, your passbook lady. Yeah, you know? right. And, and, oh, pick, and it said, yeah. pick it up. Talk to them. You yeah. know? And, uh, and and he was just thrilled by that. Yeah. And, he, and he, he interacted more as I talked to him. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. And maybe next time he'll have a conversation and say, hi, how was your day? Or maybe he'll talk to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, but that's what was one of the things I was saying is when I, especially when I worked in long-term care, and what really drove me to um, seniors working with seniors is speak. Just you know, as in my previous life, going in as an inspector and going in kind of paper, you know, and check boxes. I would always have conversations. I would always. Um, interact with the patients. You in couldn't the be an inspector. You <laughs> Could you imagine? As Such I'm a dealing with them in another capacity. You're not an inspector, honey. No wonder you were burning out. Yes, one of the people. It was the job. It was, yes, it was not the right enforcement. Right? Oh, like, yeah, enforcement. <laughs> oh my god. Let's not go there. Yes, uh, versus working with you know, people. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I I actually when I was young, I would I had a paper route, and when we would have a big snowstorm like we just had yes and they'd be like where's gord our paper hasn't been delivered yet my mother be getting all these phone calls and and i'd be talking to some little old lady yeah you know or shelling her out her walk and i was always fascinated by by yeah. older people for some reason yeah you know 
And they love me. The history, the knowledge, the humor. Oh, oh, they're so, oh, oh my God. My goodness. I, I think I've got a lot of their humor sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> Bittersweet. Yes, I get their humor. I don't know what that's saying about me. but <laughs> Bittersweet. Yeah. yeah. You know, uh, the founder of the gay, uh, the gray, not the gay, the gray <laughs> Panthers movement, uh, Maggie uh, Kuhn. She said that there are six myths about old age, mm. which I, I love. Number one, it's not a disease. Yes. It's a disaster. <laughs> <laughs> we are not mindless. No. That we are not sexless. Mm-hmm. That we are not useless. Mm-hmm. That we are powerless. Mm-hmm. And that we are all alike. Mm-hmm. These are myths. Absolutely, they are. You know, uh, you know friends who have worked... In, in seniors' facilities. The hanky-panky that's going on in the air with all these single people, <laughs> holy jumping. And they said they were not well. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah. They were just missing sex or, <laughs> you know, reclaiming their power again. Yes, um, yeah. I love they, it's that it's it's a disease, a disaster for old age. There are some people who just slide into it so beautifully. Oh, and those myths, some people believe it. They do. That's they why do. I thought, let's put them out there. Yeah, I love that. Because so they are, it is not a disease. It is not a disaster. No. It is not mindless. It is not sexless. It is not useless. It, they are not powerless. Okay. And that they are not all alike. No, and they're not just waiting to die. <laughs> That's oh, the other hell piece. No. It's not no. too late to reclaim your life and to do and to enjoy it. But yeah. to do that, though, yes. you know, with with uh, with the elders requires, I think, the most important thing mm-hmm. is not medical care. It's connection care. Agreed. It's connection care. Agreed. You know, um, I've I've seen uh, and been around. You know, people who are seniors. My parents died very young, mm-hmm. uh, comparatively. My dad was just turning seventy. My mom was just seventy-two. Okay. Now their parents lived forever, except for my dad's dad. But uh, he was around the same age okay. uh, when he died. But no, side. I'm not going to repeat it. By the way, folks, um, <laughs> I've already decided this is a family tradition that stopped at my dad. Yeah. Um, but you know, it's it's um, uh, my parents lived in an area where there's a lot of seniors, mm-hmm. uh, just south of Barrie, beautiful okay. area. Yes, you know, and you know that loneliness that was there the people that you could just see sitting by themselves yes and cooking by themselves yes it's very difficult as we all know to make food by ourselves or just enough for ourselves yes um and and it usually just it continually broke my heart yeah you know yeah um i'm also just as fascinated by couples that are together yes for enormous amounts of time like 70 years yes and they die a day apart yes I mean, if there isn't a spiritual thing going on here, <laughs> you know, you're talking in the wrong camp because that's that's absolutely miraculously yeah. unbelievable. And it happens so often, right? Those, it does. Yeah, it does. I'm worried about the queen. <laughs> really, our queen of England, yeah. uh, queen of Canada, yeah. uh, and her husband, they've been together over 70 years. Yeah. I think she's getting a little bit of distance now so that if he does go, he's not, he's 98 <laughs> or 99. 99, I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, when he goes, she's at least had some distance from him so that she'll stay longer. Right? But you talk <laughs> about the connection, right? And imagine you have that soul connection or that companionship connection of you know each other so well for 70 years. It's like a part years. of you is gone. Yeah, yeah. Know? And to feel to have to start over or to try to find that connection again, it's daunting. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Actually, I'm going to be speaking with a palliative uh, specialist uh, is on my next show. Okay. Actually, and talking about, you know, grieving is something that doesn't, doesn't happen to the person, but it's a family thing. Absolutely. Everyone's you know? affected. Yeah, yeah. but... You know, we don't want to admit it because, again, we're we're pretending that, you know, there's nothing like this death thing happening here. So we get through the funeral and we stay very stoic. Yeah, sorry. Be strong. Be strong. strong. Yeah. (laughs) You know, I remember when... um, Jacqueline Kennedy, mm-hmm. when when uh, President Kennedy was shot, mm-hmm. I was I was probably grade five. Okay, and then, and uh, we're sent home, and I uh, remember seeing her uh, standing on the side yeah. uh, when when they brought you know when the, the funeral went by, so and she was standing by. with little yeah. John, John John in those days, and uh, people were like, look at her, she's so she's so composed, and I'm like. Yeah. 
wow, is that how it's supposed to be? But it's like, no. It's the the woman was in shock. That's right. Her whole life had just blown up. That's right. Including her husband. That's right. Uh, my God, you know, that's not a good model. No, not it's for not. Health. Not, for, not for what we're talking about. <laughs> no way. We're talking about healthy things, and a healthy thing is for us to take that's a right. break here at this moment. Uh, this is Gordon Riddell here with Amanda Williams, and we will be right back on Things Worth Considering. Where can you listen to some of the world's top life coaches ready to share success tips and entrepreneurial guidance? The Voice America Empowerment Channel will do just that. Hear about personal growth, building a better business, inspirational life stories, and personal branding. You'll find it every day at voiceamericaempowerment.com. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. Imagine a place where ancient wisdom and modern research combine to create a non-judgmental, dynamic educational environment. We believe learning is much more than just theories. It is the application of those theories that anchor your learning deep inside yourself. Our physical, emotional, intellectual, and spiritual selves are embraced and nurtured, learning how to create an internal balance. This is Transformational Arts College of Spiritual and Holistic Training. Since 1988, we continue our mission of spiritually focused education for all who seek. We offer integrative personal development and professional training in spiritual psychotherapy, holistic health care, spiritual director, coaching, and esoteric studies. We are located in Lawrence Park in Toronto on Young Street, north of Lawrence Avenue. It's easy to get to and harder to leave. Visit our website at transformationalarts.com or inquire at TAC at transformationalarts.com or call us toll free at 1-888-TAC-SELF. Transformational Arts, bringing body, mind, and spirit together. This is the home of the top life coaches, entrepreneurs, and success drivers. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. You are listening to Things Worth Considering with Gord Riddell. We'd love to hear from you via email to info at spiritgrows.ca. That's info at spiritgrows.ca. Now, back to Things Worth Considering. Hi, welcome back. This is uh, Things Worth Considering. I'm Gord Riddell, and I'm here with Amanda Williams, and we are talking about all things holistic. Um, So, we were just going over some of the things that the Grey Panthers founder, Maggie Kuhn, said about the, some of the myths about old age. Um, now, having, having worked at that, one of the things that you say is, is that people of, at any time in their life, at any age, can a- obtain optimal health. That's right. Can you talk about that? So at any age, at any time, I think the ult- ultimate goal of life, personally, is to have a sense of calm, a sense of peace, a self of acceptance, and a place of self-love. And through that operating system, then your quality of life is beautiful and boundless, and that it's not too late at any age to come to a place of peace within yourself through the whole holistic view. So the Mm -hmm. holistic view is the whole picture of having balance in your life, having peace in your life of the spiritual, mental, physical, emotional levels and having that vitality, whether it's through good nutrition, but ultimately one feeds into another, as I said earlier. So from a spiritual perspective, which is ultimately what is your belief system and having that belief system that you are healthy, that you do want to live a life of quality. Right. Um, Right. And that's the biggest shift. Um, so when I say all ages, because m- the misconception that seniors, especially, that nah, it's too late, I'm just waiting, sitting here waiting to die, that know that you can change your mentality, you can change your emotional state that then feeds into your physical state, which then feeds into your spiritual state of that and that and alone improves their quality of life. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. Yeah. You know, my grandmother used to teach uh, 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 us and my grandfather did it, too. Uh, it was a very simple affirmation that mm. was, I must be well, I shall be well, mm. I am well. Mm. Mm-hmm. And she lived to 96. Beautiful. And he lived to 99 in five months. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> 
like, come on, come on, do it, do it. That's Cross right. the line, right? but, you know, uh, uh, and they left yeah, within about a year of each other. Okay. Um, but yeah, I must be well. Yeah. I shall be well. I love it. I am well. Love it. Yeah. Love it. Very simple. Yeah, but it captures it all. It does. Yeah, it does. Because well, wellness is just such you know, it just encompasses uh, everything, all areas, all aspects. Yeah. Do you find that people, you know, they they set out like this is this is resolution time, right? <laughs> so we're still in resolution period. Yes, yes. And we know that's kind of dangerous, usually because they're too big. Uh, yeah, it's too true. big, too many things. I got to change my whole life. That's right. <laughs> Probably not going to make it this year. Not going to happen. Yeah, not going to happen this year. Um, Do do you find that there are things that people do that sabotages their attempt to be healthy? Well, you said the words. They they aim too big, too broad. They have these lofty goals and these lofty ambitions that are often not realistic or not. And expectations. Yeah, and not achievable. Well, you're you're the practitioner. Make me better. That's right. That's right. And that's one of the things I also let go of expectations. (laughs) <laughs> Let go of handing the responsibility over to somebody else. That's right. What can you do for you and yeah. what can you accept within yourself, right? Yeah. Instead of looking externally. So How much do you have to confront people? Say again? Uh, how much do you have to confront people that says, don't put that in my, you know, don't put that in my backyard because right. I'm not going to grow you. That's right. <laughs> I often say, I, I'm very clear from the get-go, I am a healing facilitator. I am here to support you in your journey. <laughs> Where do you want to go? That's right. Yeah. Where do you want to go? What level of healing do you want to achieve? And I'll support you in any level that you want to be at. Yeah, yeah. Because it's their journey. It's their lives. You know, that's one of the hardest things is allowing people, you know, we love people and we support people and I'm thinking more like family members or close friends and you know and those who which could become be, ethical dilemmas a little bit you know in terms oh of not from care. a tr- not from a treating perspective no 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 of no 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 but right. just in our wants and our hopes yes. and we become very helpful that's right but it can be a detriment detriment to yourself uh, what does he know about anything you know because <laughs> we're still doing little brother little sister crap that's right you that's know with right. our families we're right. all children this is the other no matter what age we're all still that child absolutely and so and you can have children and you can be mommy that's but right. the moment you're with your mommy yeah. you're a child that's right yeah and it just, and it just goes it just goes down the line here. or sometimes a reversal maybe you know you're the parent from childhood and raising you know and supporting which is another dynamic that often happens oh, yeah so. we get those in therapy a lot <laughs> well, many very many yeah. variations <laughs> there's so many variables that's involved. right but ultimately it's about supporting and accepting people and people like you said from the beginning that people will need to want to change and to allow people to be exactly where they're at in their journey and, but and their spiritually lives. People, I don't think, understand that the only place we can start from is where we're at. Mm -hmm. That's right. If I look in the mirror and let's say I was overweight and I didn't like my body Mm -hmm. and went, yuck, Mm -hmm. ew, Mm -hmm. this is terrible. Of course I can't get a date. Of course I can't, Mm -hmm. you know, all those things, which Mm -hmm. is very, very common. Well, and I'm like self-fulfilling prophecy. I need somebody to eat now. Uh, (laughs) Right? Yeah, because you know, you're talking about sabotage. That's right. Self So we, we, we self deprecate. Yes. And then we, you know, <laughs> self deprecate. Yes. Uh, on ourselves. That's just right. putting ourselves down. That's right. You know? And how do you turn that around from a holistic perspective? You know, it's not necessarily what you're putting in your mouth all the time. No, it's not. It's also just that not accepting mm. that today, this is where your body That's is. That's right. And love it for where it's at. That's right. You know, uh, oh, I just had a baby. I haven't lost enough weight yet. You had a baby. I mean, my goodness. Your you know? body went through a tremendous transformation. Unbelievable Be kind to yourself. And it's still hormonally probably screwed up. Hormonally, the stress, especially if they're new moms or new parents. Absolutely. All those factors play into it. So give yourself a break. A huge break. <laughs> Just a break. huge break. Just say, thank God you've got a lovely baby or two or three. You know, And I'm waking up in the morning and I'm able to, <laughs> to support. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. You know, um, I think when we learn that we have to accept no matter what it is, That's you right. have to accept that. You don't like your body, you have to accept you're overweight, you have high blood pressure, or you drink too much alcohol, or you take too many drugs, Yes. whatever it might be, you have to accept and say, yes, this is me today. That's right. One day at a time. And that is the whole resolution piece. So small tips around that is 
be present, be present every day. Enjoy the little things, the little achievements, the little goals. And if you don't meet those little things or can't find one good thing that you did in your life today, it's okay. Tomorrow's a new day. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> but you see, then, then that will then, my spiritual piece will be uh, uh, to have a gratitude journal. That's ah, right. Okay. Yes. You know, and the gratitude is to write down the things that I'm really grateful for. Yeah. And there are some days when, you know what, I'm not. That's I can't right. find that gratitude. So then I'm just really thankful that God made chocolate chip cookies. <laughs> And some really good books. That's some right. great videos. That's right. Or some Netflix or whatever. Exactly. <laughs> Fabulous shoes. They don't hurt my feet anymore. That's right. You know, those kinds of things that it, it sounds superfluous, but sometimes when you can't touch the gratitude, yes. you have to find something you can touch. That's right. And then we go to the physical. That's the coarsest, most crass area. Yeah. But. You know, I can't be thankful for all the philosophy of the world. Well, and let's not also get sucked into that everything always has to be rainbows and sunshines as what? well. <laughs> Why did you bring that up when I'm in the middle of recording something? <laughs> not everything is – life isn't always perfect, right? So sometimes it it's not. okay to have those low days. But see, there's a place we sabotage, perfection. That's right. If I can't be this today – perfectly then you know what i'm not even going to try if i can't always be happy or if i can't always find the silver lining if i can't well maybe it's just a crappy day a silver lining is just as a way for us not to feel anything that's right that's right and there's lessons in everything i believe there's lessons in everything there's lessons yeah, some days in... i want to have a lesson some days i just want to be lesson free <laughs> yes enough and of just this feel. lifelong learning crap or just feel <laughs> i just want to feel i just want to yeah, yeah. and I it's okay feel? i'm going to go to the beach that's i'll right. feel good feeling just the warmth from the sun and the the cool of the right. water and just enjoy that's that. That's right. Yeah. And how do we learn to cope and do all those things too? Yeah. yeah. You know, it's it's um, uh, slow it down. That's one right. thing at a time. That's right. One day at a time. One breath at a time. One breath at a time. <laughs> really. Just the fact you woke up this morning and you breathe a breath yeah. of air is enough to be grateful. That's right. You know, because probably oh, a few hundred people didn't that. Didn't get that today. That's right. Worldwide. And that's the most powerful thing right there, honestly. It's just to yeah. be able to have that breath. And that's another whole new opportunity to do something differently. That's right. To reset. Yeah, it's a reset. It's a reset. I I just wish that the whole world could wake up, take a deep collective breath and say, enough, let's reset. That's right. Because it's getting out of control. It's getting very scary. Uh, How out of control it's becoming. Mm, Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Here's another rant coming on. Uh, but I think that it's also like our lives, it is changeable. Everything is changeable. Yes. Yeah. That you can change within you, how you react to things. You can't always control what or react to everything that's external. Correct? I can. No. <laughs> and you're the exception. In my mind. <laughs> I'll be calling my therapist right after. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> but collectively, yeah. if we all did the same thing. Yeah. You know, I believe that people are inherently good. Absolutely. But I also know that the more we let our light shine, yes. our darkness has to shine. Yes. And there's always that balancing because we are in this dualistic, you know, light and dark, hot and cold, wet and dry. I mean yeah. And you can't have one without the other. Not in this not in this environment. No. Not in our physical world. Yeah, no. You know, it's a uh uh well uh you know, dialectical therapy, behavior therapy, is based totally on dialectical, which means opposing. It means mm-hmm, opposites. Mm-hmm. To hold one and to accept the other yes. together. Yes. And and see how that feels. Because both are a part of us. We are all both. I have my light. I call it day. I have my dark. I call it night. Yes. The whole thing is called day. Oh, you know? Beautiful. When they both are, are together. Beautiful. It's when I separate them. It's like, oh, you're a night person. That's right. Or you're a morning person. That's or, right. you know, it's like, no. They're I all day. right into, yeah. from the night right into my daytime. That's right. But it's it's a day. Yes. And I can shine my light onto the night, and I love that, and bring it into the day. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Every 24 hours is a singular unit, mm-hmm. but we take duality, and therefore we split it in half. Yes. One is good, and one is bad. Yeah, no such thing. And there's, no, there's just no such thing. That's Those right. are horrible judgments. Yes. Uh, and that's basically what's breaking down uh, uh, our world, is how judgmental we become. 
And when I'm seeing world leaders, and I'm not going to name names, who are so judgmental <laughs> yes, and saying it publicly that our kids are hearing this, and they may not repeat those words, mm-hmm. but they are getting they are being taught. They're getting the message. They're getting the message mm-hmm. that it's okay to speak this way or yes. to put people down That's or right. to put cultures down or races down or That's sexuality right. yeah. or gender or yeah. all the isms. That's right. Including old people. That's right. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> the ageism. That's right. Um, Which ultimately comes from a deep fear, I believe. And so it's like, how do we, again, raise that vibration, raise that um you know, the biggest thing, one of my biggest uh, theories is that what we all have in common across all races, across all genders, across all living beings is that what we all want is acceptance and love. Yep. And so if we can, and so the judgments, the the things that tear people down, people are mis- <laughs> Absolutely, it's because it's that fear, yeah. you know, the fear that we're not going to be loved, we're not going to yeah. get it. So we make sure that no one will come near us, yeah. which which revalidates the fear, doesn't That's it? That's right. That's right. You know, fear, I've always taught, contracts. Mm-hmm. It does not allow you to be open, expansive, fill this room, mm-hmm. you know, with your energy. It contracts. We get exactly. smaller. We try not to be seen and become invisible. Yeah. And in that contraction, so our world is contracting under fear. Yes. Yeah, and, and under it, the illusion of fear. The illusion of fear. Absolutely. Yeah, and that illusion though is perpetuated. That's consistently. right. That's right. It's just it is made to be there for us to to keep going through. Mm-hmm. So you need to learn. So part of <laughs> it's about loving, baby. Yeah, that's right. You know, love. it's uh, love in a, in its purest form. Yeah, uh, in its uh, pathos. It's empathy, it's compassion that's right. for one another and holding space. Yes, that's right. You know, it's not taking it on, it's no. just simply holding space. That's right. That and we are all here for reasons we will never know no. today no. while we're in our body. No, but we're all the same. Absolutely. Yeah. Amanda, thank you. Thank you. That was great having you on the show. Oh, it's my pleasure. Um, thanks for taking the time out and coming here. Uh, you can get in touch with us at uh, info at spiritgrows.ca. Um, just drop us a line. If you've got any questions, you want to be in touch with Amanda, uh, please do so at uh, info at spiritgrows.ca. I will forward it. Um, uh, you're going to be teaching, you had mentioned, February 11th and April 17th, uh, both those weekends. Uh, yeah? February 15th, 16th. February 15th, 16th. Yeah. Okay. And the end of February, or yeah, February 29th and March 1st, Reflex All. Well, okay. Yeah. Okay, I don't know what I wrote. Uh, anyway, <laughs> also in, in the Toronto area, uh, tomorrow <laughs> evening, uh, January the 24th, it is our Compassion Healing Energy Circle. It is interfaith. It is open to all. This is a free event. And it's a pay what you can if you choose to donate. Uh, it doesn't get much easier than that, does it? Uh, energy work, a short lecture, and a planetary healing is part of the evening. We're at 3300 Young Street, uh, Transformational Arts, and we're up in room 302, and we start at 7 p.m. My guest next week is Karen Moore, and we're going to be talking about hospice and palliative care and a uh, very important subject around aging and dying. So that's going to be a really good show. Uh, I look forward to it. Again, Amanda, thank you. And uh, we look forward to having you back listening to us here at Things Worth Considering. I'm Gordon Riddell. Have a great week. Thank you for tuning in to Things Worth Considering. Please join your host, Gord Riddell, for another edition next Thursday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time and 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. This week... Think about the connections in your life and how they define who you are.